Welcome back to America's leading higher education podcast network, the EdUp Experience, where we make education your business. This is EdUp EdTech, dedicated to interviewing leaders at the front end of technology and innovation in education, hosted by the amazing, the outstanding, the incredible Holly Owens. Now let's get to it and hear from your host, Holly Owens. A huge thank you to the sponsor of this episode, Unibuddy. Unibuddy is the global leading peer-to-peer platform for digital student engagement. Peer-to-peer chat makes human connection the key to college decisions. And that's how Unibuddy helps universities recruit their best fit students. Creating a sense of belonging and community is best done by utilizing the voice of an institution's best advocates, their student ambassadors. Optimize your yield with a chat and virtual live events platform that's purpose-built for higher ed. If you are in charge of enrollments or admissions, go to unibuddy.com, that's U-N-I-B-U-D-D-Y dot C-O-M, to learn how you can engage with students at every stage of the cycle. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic episode of Ed Up Ed Tech. My name is Holly Owens, and I'm your host. I'm really looking forward to talking to the person that we have on the show today. It's Jem Erdem from August Soft Inc., and he is going to tell us about his company and all things technology related. So, welcome, Jem, to the show. How are you? Thank you. Hi, Holly. I'm great. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to get into these conversations with you. Um, And typically on the podcast, what we like to do is we like to know more about you and your story and your path into this educational technology space. So go ahead and tell the audience and myself about your journey. Sure. I'm sure you can tell I have an accent. And although I live in Minnesota, it's not a Minnesota accent. It is a Turkish accent. I'm originally from Turkey. I was born and raised there. In 1994, I immigrated to United States. And uh, on the way to Minneapolis, uh, that's where I moved and I, I still live there. It's, it's a long flight from Istanbul to Minneapolis. So I was- I can't reading. imagine. <laughs> oh my yes. goodness gracious. <laughs> it, was, it takes about 15 hours with a stopover in Amsterdam. And I read, everything in that airplane, I think. And one of the uh, in-flight magazines had an article uh, that changed my life. It was about something called the internet. And this is 1994, Mosaic browser just came out. Internet was not a household name, but I was fascinated by uh, what it could do for our lives, for our work, And I decided to start my own company. So I said, hey, I'm moving to the center of entrepreneurship. Uh, Why not start a company, right? I didn't know any better. I was quite naive. (laughs) Uh, Frankly, I didn't even speak English that well. Uh, I didn't know much about business. But a month after I arrived, I went to Secretary of State Building, filed a one-page paper and pay the clerk $135 in cash. I paid cash because I I was so new in the country. I didn't have credit card, checking account, 
not even driver's license or social security number, but uh, after I filed that paper, the clerk came back and said, congratulations, you are the CEO of your company now. So it was really exciting. I was yeah. 25 years old and uh, I was excited to build a company, an internet company. Now, I don't know if you remember those days, but internet didn't even appear on yellow pages until 1996. I do remember so, those days. Yeah, there were not really much going on, uh, but at the same time, it was growing very fast. And I don't know if you remember the term webmaster. Yes, <laughs> yep, yes. Because we didn't have the terminology to define different jobs. and. If you did anything about internet, you were called webmaster. And I became a webmaster and I started building web pages. I built uh, probably over 200 web pages. Uh, one of those web pages was for an organization called Learn, Learning Resources Network. It's the largest association serving a non credit world, continuing education world. And uh, the president of LEARN was fascinated by the internet and he used to come and uh, have lunch with me, ask lots of questions about the internet. He was uh, learning all he can. And at one of those lunches, he said to me, you know, I bought some books from a site called Amazon last night. And it was, oh my goodness. It was so easy to buy, you know, within clicks, I was able to check out you should build a software so schools can sell classes like just like selling books on Amazon. And I said, uh, yes, I can. I don't know much about the education, but if you guys can help me understand the customers, connect me with some schools so I can understand their needs. And that's how we started. Uh, we built the product in 1999 and introduced version one in Chicago at the Learn Conference in year 2000. And since then, our product Lumens uh, has been the leader in continuing education and workforce development uh, field as a SaaS platform. We were a SaaS platform since the beginning, which means it's a subscription-based business and you don't have to install anything on site. You don't have to maintain anything. Our staff becomes basically the IT for our customers and we support the application and their business. And now we have about a couple hundred colleges and universities in US and Canada. Uh, we processed uh, close to $3 billion in transactions on behalf of our customers. And uh, we served close to, I think it's 7.9 million students to date. So I'm proud of our accomplishments from um, you know that airplane ride to <laughs> to this pod podcast you should be that's amazing yeah i've had an exciting journey and i'm really i feel privileged to serve this market uh, because i was a student uh, sitting in those chairs uh, i had to learn english uh, it was in esl classes i didn't know much about business now, i had a diploma back in Turkey from a prestigious college. And that diploma gave me uh, some privileges back in Turkey. But what do you think that diploma meant here? I Not can imagine. Much. Yeah. Especially when I started. A, yeah. When I started a brand new business, right. I had to learn about internet programming. 
So I was a student and I used to keep a stack of catalogs, class catalogs, course catalogs. And I would uh, go to my local community colleges and take a lot of classes about business, marketing, even buying a house. I mean, I didn't know. Uh, it's, it's a very different system here, you know, getting a mortgage, insurance, all that stuff. So um, I have a lot of appreciation for what our customers do because uh, they are an assimilate, they assimilate immigrants like me to our culture. Uh, within a year after I arrived, I feel like an American. Uh, now, if you go to Turkey, and uh, it's going to be really hard for you to feel Turkish. It might take years and maybe 20, 30 years, and you might still feel like an expat living in Turkey. But we have an amazing system, assimilation process here that makes you feel like you belong to this community, this society. And I, I have to say, our education system had a lot to do with it. And I felt like I adapted to my country. I became a productive member of society. I was able to build a company, learn new skills and knowledge, and uh, again, contribute to the society. Yeah, your, your story is fascinating. And I'm so glad to hear, you know, the humble beginnings and where you are now and how you came over here and that magazine on the, the plane ride. You know, this is a great, this is a great story for our audience to hear and where you've started and where you're at now. And we're going to talk about where you're going in the future. But this is, this is amazing. And I'm really congratulations on those successes and things you've done with your company and becoming an entrepreneur and learning the ropes here in the States. It's wonderful to hear that, you know, the, the, the success story, the, you know, they talk about the American dream and it's like, you, you've done it, you've made it. So that's wonderful. So thank you so much for sharing that. Um, and, and I have to say, I had a lot of help along the way. <laughs> Yes, we all do. You know, yes. some of those people, we just can't live without some of those support systems that, that we established. So I'm so glad that you were able to have that and you're, you where you are today. It's, it's fascinating. It's wonderful. So tell us a little bit more about your company and the products and the services that you provide. So I try to tell, give the audience an idea in their head of what you do, um, you know, to support educational institutions or organizations. So what, what's it really all about? In colleges and universities, there is the credit side where a kid after high school would go to get a two-year, four-year diploma. One, uh, one thing is kind of uh, underlooked in what colleges and universities do is providing the non-credit classes. And these departments, sometimes called continuing education, workforce development, uh, they serve uh, all different segments in our society, uh, mostly adults, uh, might be single moms, might be immigrants like me, uh, minorities, retirees. They provide skill, training, knowledge to advance themselves. Now, these departments called, let's just call them CE departments. Usually we refer to them as continuing education and workforce development. 
they don't really provide credit classes, although some of these classes can be converted to credit as well. But think about certifications, micro-credentials, corporate education. Um, there, in some states, the non-credit students actually surpass the credit students. And it's a really fast-growing segment because if we want to be uh, competitive in this global market, if we want to continue to be a world leader, we must educate our, our adults. We can't just give them a college education, give them a diploma and say, good luck. You know, people, Americans change not just jobs, but careers at least three times in a lifetime. Yeah. And with the change in times, we have a lot of dislocated workers, people who lost their jobs just recently. Uh, we saw that in 2008 crisis, but also just recently with COVID-19, which impacted our service industry. These people, uh, they just cannot wait for the restaurants to open or uh, go back to whatever that normal was. And we might never go back to that normal. So some jobs are gone. And these people are not gonna go back to college to get another four year degree. They need quick and uh, cost-effective education, skill training, knowledge, and also affirmation of that knowledge, such as certifications, micro-credentialing, because the workers, employers uh, are looking for that. Uh, they don't necessarily need you to graduate from computer science at age 40, but if you go get a Microsoft certification, if you go get a programming uh, certification, you can find uh, well-paying jobs. Um, I always look at my environment, my connections, relationships, and I've known many people who benefited from what our customers do. I have uh, a little brother through Big Brothers Big Sisters, and his mother, uh, a minority, is getting her nursing certification. And she's working as a copy machine operator and uh, not making much money. But that certification is giving her hope, giving her uh, an opportunity to advance her life. And uh, unfortunately, she was very young when she had her kids and she couldn't go to college. But this opportunity gives her a second chance. I, I've seen so many stories and some, sometimes our customers actually publish these stories on their websites and I love reading them. But what we do is provide these schools, colleges, the management system uh, so they can manage their business. Now I say business purposefully because uh, they have to act like a business. They are much more entrepreneurial they are more risk takers. They have to look at their bottom line. They have to look at uh, you know, classes, which classes are profitable, which classes losing money. And we provide them a management system. It's an e-commerce management system. It also has the student, re uh, student relationship, student portal, and also some of these colleges providing education uh, directly to some corporations. We also have company portals, so companies can log on to their 
college's website and see their employees training. So that's in, in a nutshell, that's what our software does. Yeah, and it's it's truly it's like you're saying about that story, it's changing people's lives. It's giving them the credentials they need to acquire a position or go into a career that they want to be in and to sustain a, you know, their life. They they get income that sort of thing. So that's, that's fantastic. And you're mostly working in the, the, I call it the WD or the workforce development um, department. Yep. And I, I love micro-credentialing. I think it's something that is so needed. And when it has the weight of something behind it, of the importance of it and connecting people to their career paths, it just, it's, it's phenomenal. It just changes things um, everywhere. And for people, their lives. I, I mean, you can't, put a price on somebody's education and having those credentials in the workspace. So thank you. It's, it's wonderful to hear about that. So what are you, and you're alluding this, you alluded to this a lot. I want to know about what are some of the top features of your product? What are, what are your consumers saying, your end users, what are they saying about, about it um, and the services that you provide? What are some of the top features? Um, great question. Well, uh, I mean, I'd like to look at the benefits um, instead of the features. And we can talk about the features too, but uh, the benefit to the schools using our software is really to, to reduce uh, the, the manual work. Uh, I mean, can you imagine some schools are still accepting faxes for registration? Or they no, I had a conversation with somebody the other day about fax machines. It was it was actually with one of my students last night, and they're like, somebody told me to fax them something. Yes, <laughs> like, yes really? Reality. And uh, unfortunately, some schools still require you to call them. Uh, think about a program that, let's say, does 10,000 registrations a year. Now, if you, they are handling these registrations, if a staff puts 10 minutes per registration, that's, uh, now we are talking about 100,000 minutes of staff time. It's staggering. I mean, you need a lot of people to handle just the registration, taking faxes or forms or answering phone calls. One thing we do is we put that registration to the students so they can go online, look at your catalog. Within clicks, they can sign up for one or many classes, not just for themselves, but also for their household. If they are assigning their kids for summer camps, they can do that. So if we can help you receive 90%, which is not uncommon, 90% of your registrations as self-registrations online, now we saved you 90,000 minutes. That's unbelievable. <laughs> we love saving time. Yes, that's great. That's uh, 15,000 hours. Wow. I can't, I can't imagine why people want to implement this. <laughs> 1,500 hours. But uh, that's at least one full-time staff. So um, that's, that's one benefit. And then the other thing is that our customers also provide uh, corporate training. Now, sometimes it's called contract training because they sign a contract. Sometimes it's called customized training because it's customized to the needs of a corporation. 
So I might be a, a company with thousand employees and I might be a manufacturing facility. Maybe I need safety training, sexual harassment training, uh, middle management training. So a school would sit down with HR and determine what is needed in the company, let's say for the next year or two. And they, can, they will create a contract and customize that co contract and provide that training. Uh, let's say for $100,000, there's going to be you know, uh, 200 contact hours, training hours. And, and our software also helps uh, our colleges manage the entire life cycle of the contract training from creating proposals to converting them to contracts and also having vendor contracts. If you need to cater, if you need to rent space, uh, you need to pay your teachers. The software helps the colleges manage entire life cycle of a contract from proposal all the way to invoicing. So that's, that's another benefit because these corporations can see their employees training, employees can sign up themselves and uh, they can get their own invoicing. Uh, so th that's the benefit. I mean, it's a feature, but I would rather talk about the benefit. Absolutely. And I think that's great that you're discussing some of the benefits and you know, saving time in, in a world where things are used to be done manually and now they're done digitally, but there's still like this dis disconjointedness between some systems and you're really solving that issue of bringing things together and kind of make, making it seamlessly flow from one process to the next. So that's fantastic. Um, so I want to shift gears a little bit and I want to talk about how has um, COVID-19 and the pandemic, how has that impacted your company? It's been over a year now. Uh, we just had this conversation, um, the anniversary date, I think was March 18 when we sent everybody home. Yeah. Uh, you know how in uh, airplanes, they say uh, in case of emergency, put the oxygen mask on yourself first. Yes. And to the kid, your child. Right. So that's, we, we executive uh, team immediately, we got together and we made some plans. Uh, we wanted to take care of our employees first. So we sent them home. We made sure they can work from home. Now, this was not a foreign concept for us. We've been using Zoom for years. Uh, we also use Teams. One third of our workforce actually work remotely from home because they are all around the country. Uh, actual world. Uh, we have employees outside the country as well. And the other employees who worked in the office, our headquarters, were used to working from home because we have flexible schedule. So it wasn't really a big ad adoption to the COVID environment working from home. Um, and then we make sure our customers' websites are running, our servers are uh, running, and we can remotely maintain them. So we um, then reach out to our customers and we started uh, a very heavy, almost twice a week communication through some virtual meetups. Um, and through these meetups, not only we heard our customers, but we were also able to answer their questions about some, some of the things they can do. And then we realized we can do some small feature enhancements to really help them significantly, such as you know, bulk canceling classes or allowing students to self-cancel, uh, 
um, or you know online evaluation, some of those things. Now, in a normal time, they are not necessarily the best practice because you want to talk to students if they want to cancel, you want to keep them or maybe move them to a different program. And online evaluations are even the same. I mean, we would uh, we would recommend our customers to put the evaluations at the end of the class in person by the teachers, because that's when you get the most response. But when you don't have in-person classes, of course, that's not possible. So we uh, enabled these features immediately and that helped our customers quite a lot. We also did quite a lot of market surveys. Um, some of these surveys are um, you know, almost 300 people from the continuing education market participated. And that gave a very good indication on where uh, our programs are, our customers are. We created a resource page for our customers. Uh, we created a Facebook group, uh, Continuing Education and Workforce Development Professionals group in Facebook, and we have close to 200 members. Uh, we also offer online classes through partnership with some online class vendors. So our customers could actually offer 2,000 plus online courses uh, through these partners. I'm loving this conversation so much and all the different avenues you're going down and in supporting learners. It's great. I'm, I'm just loving, I just wanted to pause and say, I'm really enjoying this and learning. Well, about thank you. Thank you. It was important to have that connection with our customers. Uh, we wanted to, and we, we are really kind of their backbone. Without our software, if, if there's any interruption, uh, they can't do their work. So we have to make sure there's no interruption and we then have to understand how we can help them through uh, enhancements, resources, connections, partnerships, uh, even integrations. We integrate it with learning management systems like Blackboard, Canvas, D2L, Moodle, because our customers had to move many of those classes in-person classes online. And uh, they were able to do that through those integrations. That's great. Um, yeah, I was part of that, having to move things online, but I was already convinced that online was great because that's what I do. So I'm happy to hear though, that you had a process where it was connected already and it was easy to you know, take that next step and move things online. You know, The faculty, it, it really does add stressor to the situation when they have to completely redesign something for a different modality. So it sounds like you took some of the stress off them and helped them assimilate a little bit better to that transition. Yeah, and our, also our customers were used to um, working anywhere because we have a web-based product uh, you can access anywhere. So for them, working from the office versus from the home, they had the exact same tools uh, as long as they have internet access, they could access our product Lumens platform and continue their business. So I'm uh, proud to say our customers experience very little disruption to their business. Fantastic, that's great to hear. And like I, I keep saying, education just kept going with COVID. We, we found a way to keep it- We have to. Yeah, we have to, we definitely have to. Something that's very important in the lives of a lot of people. So we have to make sure that we can assimilate to any sort of situation. So in wrapping things up, Jim, I wanna, I wanna know if, did we miss anything? Is there anything else you'd like to share with the audience? 
you know, tell us anything like, you know, we went through the conversation. You did fantastic about giving us information about what you do, your products, your services, but did we miss anything or is there anything else that you'd like to share? Um, well, again, thank you for having me. I really take pride in serving this market. Um, the last year has been tough. Uh, for some of our customers, we had some programs actually closed some smaller programs closed. Uh, it was hard for them to survive. However, uh, we also see a lot of programs are thriving. Um, I think this was kind of a shift happening in the market, small programs going out of business and bigger programs are becoming bigger. Uh, I think COVID kind of uh, speed that up. Uh, I would like to also think people who serve in this market, um, they do God's work. We need them even more now. And I know last year has been tough. I just want to thank them for all their hard work because unfortunately um, they, even within their institution, sometimes they feel like they are the redheaded stepchild, but their work makes makes a lot of difference in people's lives. And I believe the future is bright. Now, we saw that in 2008 with uh, Obama administration's CARES Act, there was $4 billion for community colleges. Now with uh, Biden administration's American Rescue Act, COVID-19 plan, there's about $40 billion for colleges and universities. Now, half of that money, uh, they would like to see that go to students as scholarships, but that still leaves about $20 billion. That's five times more than the CARES Act. So there is, uh, there is hope. Uh, what they do make difference. And I, I want them to just hang it on there. Yeah, definitely. And I would say that to, you know, everybody, that works in education. You know, we had the the healthcare workers who were on the front line helping people get better or deal with the COVID situation, but we had a lot of educators, faculty, designers, IT people supporting the front lines. They were on the front lines of education. So what they do is really, you know, they they're fantastic people. And I'm sure that they had a lot of stressors in their lives, but they help the students. They keep going, the learners. So really that's so wonderful that you, you thank them and I thank them as well. So that's the end of our episode and our chat. I've really enjoyed this conversation. So thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate you sharing all your knowledge and what you're doing. Um, so thank you so much, Jim. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Holly. And now another word from our fantastic sponsor, UniBuddy. UniBuddy empowers universities to democratize information for their prospective students. They put student ambassadors online to promote peer-to-peer -peer conversations that make authentic human connection the key to college decisions. This means that any student considering your university can gain visibility into the experience your school really offers without leaving your website. Embed just one line of code to jumpstart meaningful interactions between current and future students. 
Unibuddy purpose-built a digital platform for higher ed because better accessibility leads to more informed decisions by students and a better yield for schools. You can take advantage of the full product suite by leveraging their chat, virtual live events, and top-tier partnerships. 450-plus global partners trust Unibuddy to help them help students find a place at their institutions. Recruit, engage, and enroll more students and expand your institutional reach. To learn more, go to unibuddy.com. That's U-N-I-B-U-D-D-Y dot C-O-M. You've been listening to another episode of EdUp EdTech with your host, Holly Owens. You can follow Holly on LinkedIn. You can also visit her website at jollyholly.me to find out more about what she's up to. Please head to Apple or wherever you download your podcast content and leave us a rating, review, and please subscribe to be notified of future episodes. This has been another incredible episode of EdUp EdTech with your host, Holly Owens. 